Hi, we're Mel and Emily, licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two SD besties who love a cocktail or two and converse about their journey in the treatment room. We're hoping our experiences can make you laugh, relate, or educate you on something, something you, you didn't, didn't know. know. I'm having such a brain fart this Monday, you guys. Oh my God. Okay. We have a special guest with us today. Her name is Brittany Hegeman. And she is the founder of Estheticians Earning More podcast, and she is a coach for estheticians. And we're really excited for you guys to listen to this interview. Yep. There's a lot of really good nuggets in here, and it's something you're not going to want to miss out on. Nope. So stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Today, we're really excited. We have a special guest with us. We have Brittany Hegeman, and she is the founder of estheticians earning more, right? Am I, did yep. I get right? Podcast. Okay. Yeah. Podcast. Um, and so again, you guys, we like to have a drink with every episode. It is California time for her. So she might be going NA route, but we, um, have the gin fizz today and it is gin with Betty buzz sparkling grapefruit, which is an awesome mixer because it's really, really pretty in this beautiful glass jar. And it's basically three ingredients. It's carbonated water with fresh grapefruit juice. grapefruit juice, juice. a guave, and that's basically it. So it's an awesome, if you want to do it as an NA, or you can add like vodka or gin or anything you want. And so we're drinking little gin fizzes to start today. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to your tea. I'm drinking tea, (laughs) which is my other preferred favorite drinks, gin or tea. It is like 9am there. So we totally get it. It is 11am here. So we're ready to roll. Yeah. We're on brunch time. Brunch time. Good. Yeah. Really refreshing. Just a little bit of gin. Yep. It kind of reminds me of a greyhound because a greyhound is grapefruit juice and vodka, but this has a little fizz and a little more tart. I like this better. Yeah. I do too with the rosemary. Very good. It's good. Yeah. Not mad about it. No. Huh. Um, so yeah, if you feel like diving in anytime, Brittany, with it, feel free. I mean, it, it's very tempting. I have it here in the very cute box you sent me. I'm very excited to drink yeah. it later. Good. <laughs> Hope you love it. Well, okay, so Brittany, um, I would love for you to tell us kind of about who you are, your backstory for our listeners. So, um, they know who you are and we'll kind of go more into that once you kind of tell us. Yeah. Your story. So I, um, I got my degree in psychology from UC Davis in California I wanted to kind of do like either therapy or like the corporate route was kind of what I was looking at. And then, um, I graduated 2008, which I don't know if you guys were old and I don't know how old you guys oh, are. Yeah, no, I graduated but, college, college or high school, college. I graduated college in 2009. Okay. So, you know, yeah. So the well, market was 2007. And let's say a couple of you, I'm 36, I'm okay. like 33. Okay. Okay. So maybe you remember more about yeah. how the hard the economy trash. Was. It was like the yeah. worst time to graduate in 2009. Yeah. I could not get a job like at Starbucks. Um, so I ended up kind of bouncing around different kind of project management jobs. I ended up working at Target in San Diego for a few years doing store management. And I absolutely hated it. Even though it was like a good job, I absolutely hated it. And, um, we call it the target trap because I was making really good money and had great benefits and was totally trapped. And like any other job I would leave, I would take like a giant pay cut. Like this is like the Jenna Kutcher story. Like yeah, like, everybody <laughs> runs into the, like the corporate track, like trap. Yeah. It's like, you're making good money. You're like, I have benefits. I shouldn't yeah. complain, but I'm not happy. Uh-uh. And if you tried to, if I tried to like those skills that I had from another job, I would literally get like a $30,000, $40,000 a year pay cut, like massive pay cut. Like my hair was falling out. I was so burnt out. I absolutely just like hated it. Um, and so I also like woke up one day and was like, if I could do anything in the world, what would I want to do? And I was like, well, I'd be an esthetician. Like, of course, like, if, and it was like one of those dreams that of course I always had, but I felt like estheticians don't really make any money. And not to say I wanted to be like a billionaire, but I wanted to like not like be living paycheck to paycheck. Like I did my mm-hmm. entire twenties. Um, and so I decided side savings, I decided just to quit my job. I literally quit my job. I oh. got into like the city esthetician school. I went to esthetician school and that was it. I started doing makeup. I started, I got a job, um, working with someone for a little over a year where I you know, worked under her and learned a lot. And then I eventually went out on my own because I wanted to specialize in acne um, and I opened PLH beauty in San Diego in 2017. And I did that until COVID hit. And then I also was pregnant when COVID hit. 
which was planned. We really, that was our plan. We were always going to move to Northern California. Um, and so I closed BLH Beauty in San Diego. I still actually sell to a lot of clients skincare, which is crazy. That's like years later. So wow. Tons of money in skincare. Yeah. Yes, that's where it's at. Yeah. And then I about... Uh, maybe about six months after my daughter was born, I started my podcast and I started my esthetician coaching business kind of on the side when I was still in San Diego. And then I took a pause from it when I was like in maternity leave. And then I've been doing that ever since. So I do coaching. I work primarily with estheticians that specialize in acne, um, newer estheticians specialize in acne that like don't feel confident at all. And like working through a little mindset work of that, as well as just like practical business skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I also work one-to-one with estheticians that are like burned out. That's just like, feel like they want to walk away from their business. And then I'm actually working on a marketing program for all estheticians. That's love coming that. out soon. Okay. Cool. Oh my gosh. I love that. Your story, yeah. your story is very similar to my story. Because- oh, is it? Yeah. Like I worked a corporate world for five years, super unhappy, super unfulfilled, quit my job, moved to Minneapolis, like lived on a, like a blow up mattress, went back to school for makeup artistry. And then after doing wow. makeup for X amount of years and went back to school, they have an esthetician. So like very similar of like, just, just like hitting a breaking point and making a change. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I had resigned myself that I was like, I'll just make minimum wage. That's fine. Like I don't need to make money because I was so miserable. Yep. And then I did my first full year, um, at BLH beauty, I almost hit a hundred thousand. And then my second full year, I hit a hundred thousand like in September. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this really isn't that I wasn't working that we many. Just we just talked about, about that. Were you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wasn't working. I mean, I, I was seeing maybe 15 to 20 clients a week. It wasn't like I was working 40 hours a week or even like more than five hours a day. And so then my goal with my estrogen coaching business and my podcast is like, you can do both. Like you can make more money and help your clients. Like it doesn't have to be one or the other, which I think is like so common in our industry. It's like, well, I'm helping someone with their skin. I'm helping with their melasma, their acne, with whatever's happening. Like I feel bad taking money from them, but it's like, no, 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 you can help them and make money. Both can be true. And like, we can yeah. elevate the industry. And so that's my big, like overall goal is like to elevate the industry, change the way we think about making money, change the way we think about helping people. Um, and like not have estrogens have the, like the career forecast of like, you're going to work at massage envy doing facials for minimum wage. Oh my God. Yeah, that's so wow. empowering. Just like <laughs> pretty much like, I feel like everything we feel. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. wow. yes. I love yes. that. Yeah. I love that. So you slowly started doing the virtual stuff. Obviously COVID was a reason why you were forced to be shut down and California mm-hmm. was one of the stricter states during that time. Yeah. Um, when you started doing the virtual, like with the virtual right now, like how did, did you take any like courses to do it? Or did you just kind of like, I'm going to start just like doing this and see what happens. Like, how did you really get your foot in the door with that? Like the coaching. So I would get, people would reach out to me more and more and ask me to like mentor them and help them. And I was, it was always like a hard no. Like I'm, I'm trying to run like this big, big business. Like I was just yeah. didn't have the capacity for both. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, maybe I can't. I knew I wanted to be a mom. I knew I wanted to like work less in the treatment room. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of started just before I had my baby, like just talking to estheticians like what like what do you need help with people who just like reached out to me organically um and then I also like kind of simultaneously was getting a lot of life coaching myself and learning a lot of life coaching skills and business coaching myself and so I used a lot and then like you know go of course going down those work rabbit hole of reading books and like you know just kind of self-education um, and you, so using all the concepts that I was taught as well as just like other things that I found along the way and kind of melded it all together. And then also just like my background in target, working in business, knowing how like businesses work and things like that. So it kind of, of like getting back to people and yeah. 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 So it was just kind of like a, um, it, it happened organically and very slowly, um, and like just kind of all the things coming together in one. I love that. Very yeah. cool. Um, so with your virtuals right now, what do you feel like is the common, I guess for like maybe like your newer estheticians or even regular estheticians, like what's like either the biggest thing you notice that they all seem to struggle with, like a similarity and something that they could like, that's like your biggest takeaway, like to how to change that mindset. Right. 
Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. I think one of the things that I see the most is that um, estheticians are constantly comparing themselves to other estheticians Mm -hmm. by following them on Instagram and then just like, like being completely paralyzed of posting themselves because they're like, well, so-and-so posts so much better than me, right? Like they are like, their graphics are beautiful and they're so confident on stories. And like, I could never do that. So like, I'm just not going to post anything or I'm just going to share their work. And recently I put, I had a post about like, stop sharing other estheticians' work. I love that post. Did you see it? I I actually loved it. Like I was like, some people might hate that post, but I actually was like, I Mm -hmm. feel like it is really true. Yeah. Yeah. Make your own content. Like this person doesn't care about that. They want to see what's from you. You also have a podcast that I listened to about it too. And yeah, amazing. It's challenging, but it's great. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No people, I got a lot of hate. It was like the first pod like post I put out there that I was like, whoa, I was not surprised. I was like, oh, I was totally surprised. I was not ready for that amount of like people kept sharing it, which has never happened in my posts. Like usually like, you know, you're like, oh my God, I didn't mean to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it really struck a nerve with people because we've been taught, I think like community over competition and like this whole concept of like helping each other. And I, and I, a thousand percent, I'm a hundred percent behind that. And like, you have to look at how your brain is. And if your brain's constantly thinking it's not good enough because it's seen everybody else's, it's not going to help your clients or your business grow. Mm-hmm. It's going to shut you down. Yeah. I'm the same way. I don't follow any other esthetician coaches or coaches in general, really. I just like, cause it doesn't, unless it's like actively helping me and my client, it's doing the opposite. So that's the big thing that I say, like, I always, when I have new clients work with me, I tell them to take like a 30, 30 day fast (laughs) from the follows, like mute them or unfollow them and like, see what happens. And like, they always, they always say is like, I had no idea how much time I spent looking at other estheticians work. Wow. And like, then the other thing that they say is like, I realize that like my clients don't see them. So that's not like, if I'm just like doing what I'm doing with my clients. Like that's what my clients want to hear. They don't care what like so-and-so is doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it can really, um, it can be kind of like a whiplash for, cl- for estheticians because they may actually find their engagement is lower when they stop sharing other estheticians work because estheticians like, like it's like the algorithm feeds each other. Right. So like all the estheticians are following each other and liking each other and commenting on their work, but that doesn't bring you any clients or value to your clients. Like, I mean, maybe there's some value, but you know what I mean? Like it's more of an mm-hmm. ego thing than really what's growing your business. Is what yes. It's like, like yeah. it's more of the ego mm-hmm. that wants the acknowledgement. The up one or the one upping, you the know? one upping or just acknowledgement that you're being seen yeah. with like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The acknowledgement you're being seen. Yeah. Yeah. Versus like when we're alive, like I did a hundred K easily um in San Diego and I had like maybe 500 followers if that like I only cared about the people that came in and were my clients like that those are the people I wanted to like connect with I didn't care if, I didn't actually want estheticians following me because I'd like get out of here like you're messing with my algorithm <laughs> <laughs> but it's true because it's yeah. like who's really actually spending the money with you mm-hmm. yeah and mm-hmm. when it all comes down to it like I even think sometimes like there's I don't want to say names, but like successful estheticians out there and they're crushing it and they're doing yeah. great. And, but then at the same time, now we start judging them not for just like their skin, but like, look what they're wearing. Yeah. Look at like this weight loss. Mm-hmm. Look at that. And I'm like, yeah. I would never want to be to that level. I would rather just be like known for like the work that I do, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it might be my right age too. Like I'm yeah. not trying to be mm-hmm. famous. I just want like my bills yeah. paid and like mm-hmm. a good cushion of money coming mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Well, I just want to help my people. Yeah. And Instagram can be a great tool to grow your business when you're reaching the right people, but it can also be very detrimental when it's this constant comparison, because then you lose track of what actually your goal is. And that's not to compete with other people. It's to help your clients. So when you have your clients do like a cleanse, how, what is like their first takeaway when they come back? Do they feel more inspired? Because when I take a vacation, I usually check out for a week like mm-hmm. with work Instagram and like Emily, Emily will handle like our back end stuff. And I come back like so full of excited, like ideas mm-hmm. where like, and I'm not because I'm like looking at what other people are doing. I'm just yeah. like, this would be a good post. This is exciting. And it's like all organic. Yes. When I'm looking at everybody else's, I almost get like shut down, bogged down by all this information. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's more like the, it's kind of the, you know, this 
it's this newer thing I've been asking them to do because it was something that I just kept seeing and I kept being like, you guys just stop following them. Like, I promise you, like, they won't notice. It doesn't matter, you know? So I finally was like, you guys have to stop, right? Yeah. My last group of confident acne specialists, I challenged them all to stop. And the first thing was like, yes, they kind of realized how much time they were losing. It was the big thing. And then the second, like, it, t- it took a couple of weeks, honestly, for them to start to have innovation. Like, because it, it breaks the innovation cycle, which is like a business concept. It's not a concept that I came up with, but we have an innovation cycle. And if you are constantly looking at other people and not paying attention to like your clients, you have no innovation for the, for your clients. Mm-hmm. You'd be sharing uh-huh. someone's posts. That's nothing to do with what your clients are going through. Like they're talking about, they live in the desert and you live in Minnesota. Like it's not the same. Yes. You know? Yeah. Boom. That's very <laughs> eye-opening. I <laughs> love that. I love wow. that so much. Um, with huh. you being virtual, you're not in the treatment room anymore at all. Correct. No. Good, so, for good for you. That's I, I miss it. I do miss it. You? Miss it. Do you feel like yeah. you're back to like twice a week, maybe? And, and then my daughter is like, my husband's a pilot and we are probably moving. We like, it's one of those things like we're not, we don't have a home home yet where we're for sure going to stay because he's new in his career and like moving he's with faces and stuff. Daughter, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm so impressed that you know that. Yes. I was <laughs> just, I was just listening to that episode that you were talking okay. about that. I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He just got a job with Delta and it's great. It's his dream job. We're so happy. He's worked so hard for it. Um, but it's, it's hard to be a, a spouse of a, of a pilot. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we, um, eventually I would like to go back to San Diego and open again and work maybe two days a week. I really miss the extractions. Oh, the yeah. best part, the yeah. best part. I mean, when people show up and I, you like feel bad for them. Cause you're like, Oh, I'm like, sorry, I'm going to beat you up. But you're also like, this yeah. Is- yeah. This is what I'm here for. And yeah. the clients that like fill out the form they say they have like congestion, acne, and they show up and they have like great skin. You're like, damn you. Get out of here. I set up all the tools. I was so excited. <laughs> yes. And now I just have to like give you Zen. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I had a um when my clients would like graduate my acne program, I called it a boring skin club because yes. their skin was boring because I had nothing to do. Yeah. I love yeah. It like, is. They love it because they'll still come see me, but they're getting like relaxing facials now. And I'm like it's more fun. So yeah, boring. Sure, but <laughs> so boring. Okay, so then with you being virtual, like what does your work week look like? I always like to hear what like remote virtual people's work life looks like. Yeah. Everyone's just different based on like how much they choose to work or not. But I'd love to kind of hear about like an average day in your life or a week or like how you're <laughs> Yeah. I know being a mom probably too being with a little kid is really oh my gosh. changes life, but it's so different. Um, it's one of the things that I teach my clients is time management. And so I use a lot of the time management tools that I, I teach. It's not as, as seamless as it was when I was in San Diego and, you know, just me and my husband and like, I had complete control over my time. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, my daughter goes to preschool, uh, three hours a day, three more, like every morning. So every morning I have three hours. Okay. And so, um, that's a new development. It started at like two, two days a week and then like added slowly. So now we're at five, which is like really, great for everybody. Um, so basically I, I try, I try to have like two priorities when she's at school, which is like exercising again. Like after I'm done talking to you guys, I'm going to go exercise. Like that's why I'm not done for the day. I'm going to make sure I get my exercise in. I try to get like an hour of exercise ish. And that's just like moving my body to, cause it totally can like, my brain is so much happier if I'm moving my body regularly. So that's my goal is not like to have a bikini body, but just to like have my brain happy. Yes. Um, so I try to do that at least three, three days a week. And then I, I have clients, I have clients usually every Thursday is my like comfort acne specialist. And then I have one-on-one clients that they, I, they, they come and they go. So sometimes I'll have like two a, a week or three a week or one a week. So it just depends on like where I am in, in like getting new clients. Mm-hmm. So I, and then I work on my podcast probably about an hour a week, like from recording it to editing it to, you know, all the things. Mm-hmm. So I probably work like around an hour a day ish, maybe two, depending on the days. And then the other times I just, you know, am doing all the other things that you do in your life. But I, I really focus, like I, I, um, I do time blocking. And so I'm very like intentional about my time. Like I'm going to sit down and complete this task. Like I'm not going to sit down and be like, what should I be doing for this hour for work? Like, I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm very intentional with my time. So I can get a lot done in a short amount of time, which which is great. Which makes sense to to do it that way because like if you're in studio, obviously you have like you're blocked with appointments. So that's mm-hmm. easy. But then like, yes. me, I do the same where it's like my later start, I like do emails for a couple hours, responding, Instagram like 
content stuff. I work out, then I go to work and I just like focus on work while I'm at work. And then I'll wait till the next day to respond to like additional emails. So it's like, yeah, but if you don't have a studio, I think time blocking becomes even more important, especially mm-hmm. also having a child. Like I have to dedicate like to make it feel more, I don't know, organized. Yeah. Otherwise it's just chaos. Otherwise it's just chaos. And you, then, cause you're never any, I hate not having things done. I hate like same things just looming. And so I'll just choose like, and I, I'm not like, I think one of the things people do is they bite off more than they can chew and they think they can get more done. And then they, they say they're going to do all these things and they don't. And then it's so discouraging and you're like, I don't want to do anything. And so I give myself really small goals every week. Um, and then if I get done early and I have energy, then I can kind of create more. And that's more like when I can be more, um, more posts on Instagram and like things like that where more things come okay. to me but like yeah. sometimes I have quiet weeks because I'm just like mommy you know my husband was gone for five weeks he just got back last week but he was gone for five, five weeks. weeks wow five weeks training right. yeah and so like I just was in survival mode those entire five weeks like just getting like basic things done like mm-hmm. you know and so it just kind of ebbs and flows but 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 my clients always come first my podcast is my other goals that to get that out of every week so I've been able to do those two things I love that how do you um pick the topics for your podcast how do you stay creative how do you keep that going because mel and i we have we each other to bounce we, ideas we to split like yeah. we'll do our batch and we split and so it's like i can't imagine being the only one no. or talking by myself yeah like, <laughs> so where does your inspiration come from yeah from my clients okay they literally that. come from coaching sessions like okay. and especially if i start to see themes and they're all saying the same thing Um, it's the same thing with, with content on Instagram. Like when I was, you know, in San Diego, like all those posts came from client conversations. Mm -hmm. And that's why I always say like, stop, stop looking at what other estheticians are doing and just, what are your clients saying? Like, what are they struggling with? Like, what is, what's, what are they not understanding? Like I may tell someone the same thing, an esthetician like seven times and they still don't get it. Like, why are they not understanding it? Like, that's my job to figure out. And that's what like, and I make a podcast and a post about it and a story about it. And then like, like, especially the, um, the not following other estheticians, like some of my previous clients were like, I want to, I want to have, like, I want to believe you, but I don't like, it's, they had a hard time with it. And then like the following week I posted about how, um, Lizzo won, uh, Grammy and like thanked Beyonce. And I said like, she, that's her community. Like she loves Beyonce. She's like, she's like, you know, contributing a lot of her success to like inspiration to Beyonce. But if you follow Lizzo, which is what I do, she doesn't post about Beyonce all day, every day. And she doesn't only share Beyonce's posts. Like maybe she does once in a while. I don't know. But she's always talking about herself, right? Like, of course, right? Her um, and so but I've had to share that. It's like, how many times do I have to say the same thing? But that so many people were like, oh my gosh, I get it now, right? But it's the same concept, but just so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just Frequency key and saying it in different ways until it resonates. I think yeah. sometimes with a lot of our clients, it's like, like you're just like beating your head against the wall because you've told them a million times that they can't, like these foods are going to trigger and they they refuse to listen. Or you say, if you don't get sleep and you're really stressed, like I can't, your breakouts are going to break up more. Like, yeah. And then you do after that. And then you like do a podcast about it. And then you do some posts about it. And then like Emily did a funny post about like B12 and B6 are just like huge, like in a lot of foods that like are huge triggers for her that like people don't realize and like everything. And like people were like, Mm -hmm. I had so many clients message us directly and me directly just saying like, oh my God, this resonated. Or like this, Mm -hmm. this, and it's like, we've been fucking saying this for like a year, year, but like our one freaking post with voice with like the backdrop of the (laughs) products, they were like, oh my God, I get it now. It makes sense. Yeah. It's just, again, like my radio days of sales, it's like frequency is key. Like you always have to you've, it feels like you're repeating yourself a ton, but I feel like, but I feel like some of the most successful, like I would say brands or even like, and not just as estheticians, but like business coaches or like people that you like, let's just say Tony Robbins or whatever, just somebody like yeah. that, where it's like, they're actually really repeating themselves over and over again, just a little bit differently until it resonates. Yeah. Yeah. And timing is key too in your life. Yes. Yeah. So, that's so true. And I also would argue, and I think that's like a thing that I'm also trying to like demystify in our community is, is that that our clients don't listen. They just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't think it's that they're not listening. I don't think it's that they're ignoring us or that they like, don't want to, it's they don't understand. There's, there's some, there's like, here's where you want them to be. Here's where they are. They can't see the path. 
Mm -hmm. They don't believe it in themselves. They don't think they can do it. They don't see how it's possible. They don't really understand how it's connected to them. Like, and that's our job is to figure out that. And that's what you post about. It's the same thing with my esthetician clients. Like I want them here and they're here. How do I get them here? Like, what are all the reasons why they can't get there? That is what I'm talking about all the time to get them to that end goal. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I love that. (laughs) Amazing. So since you're kind of talking about your program a little bit more, I would love to kind of know what your actual, I know you like, you kind of focus more towards, I feel like newer estheticians. Yeah. More so. More so. Yeah. And acne specific as well. More so. Yeah. You worked with face reality, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you still like, obviously probably. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If your clients, like if a client's going to work with you, how, what does that look like? Like what kind of program is it that you do with yeah. length and like how that all goes with onboarding? I'm always just like kind of curious. To yeah. See. Um, so for the one-to-one, that's a 12 week one-to-one private coaching. And we have like a weekly zoom call the same time every week. It's one hour. And we talk about whatever you want in your business. I have certain things that I will guide you towards like the concept of holding space. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. That's usually a big are you not familiar with that? Oh, it's more. No. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. um, it's a, something else, but I'm like, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a hard concept to teach, which is why it's like really easier to do one-on-one and over like 12 weeks. But basically it's, it's like a therapeutic concept, which basically it's like, you can be there for someone and completely validate them and not take it with them. Like I used to, at the end of my days of working on acne clients, I felt so emotionally drained because they, you know, they would come in and they had like life stuff in their skin. And it was just, I literally felt like I had like a, like a spout coming out of me. And then like, I just gave and gave to each client. And by the end of the day, I was just exhausted. And I was like, I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And so I learned this concept of holding space, which basically is like, you, you're energetically there for them, but there's no energy exchange. You're not giving, you're not giving any energy and you're not taking any of their energy. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a a practice. And so it's, for me, it's like, I do a lot of visualization and I'm, I'm really good at doing it with, um, people in the business world, but like, I cannot hold space for my husband. So like, 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 you know, it's harder for your personal life a hundred percent. Yes. But basically I like there's two different visuals. I learned, I I actually saw a Reiki teacher for a long time in San Diego. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Reiki. It's like energy Mm -hmm. work. So she taught me this and then I read books about it and kind of kept going on my learning journey, but she gave me two visuals. And one of them is, um, imagine that like you're in a glass jar and like, you're talking to people in a glass jar, like you, you have an interaction, but like, they can't take anything from you and they can't give you anything that made me feel a little claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. The other one was that if you're the sun, like you imagine, you think of the sun, the sun like gives off positive energy, but you can't get too close to the sun. You can't, and you can't take anything from the sun. The sun's like still doing this amazing thing. It always will. And so like, I would just sit there and clients would like be telling me like their life story. And I would just like, I'm the sun. And I would just like feel <laughs> that the rays coming off of me and like feel this kind of like protection circle around me. Okay. And it's like constantly visual. It's easy to do in the treatment room because they're not looking at you and you can like close your eyes and you can like visualize it. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Mm-hmm. Um, And that- then like, yeah, go ahead. No, that's like such a good, co- I do a lot of facials and like a, a lot of, fa- like, and I feel like by the end of the day, I'm mentally and physically depleted of like my normal energy. Yeah. 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 I, I kind of just learned that I don't ask questions mm. <laughs> if it's a facial, like a relaxing facial. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is, this is an hour that but you're even, but even if they're not talking, I feel like I can like sense the energy, sense their energy, sure, but people. I'm, I'm good about not letting that hit me. Yeah. I'm but it's better than yeah, me. But I've I, never had that issue, but yeah. I definitely seem to like take on people's pain yes. because mm-hmm. I'm more of a people pleaser. So I just think I naturally like mm-hmm. have this like sucking it absorb. In. absorb. Yeah. yeah. So that's mm-hmm. such a cool concept. Yeah. I'm gonna have- are you an empath? Um no. I would say, <laughs> I would not in a negative way, but no, I would not say that she is. I think um you're just more you're very like nurturing. Yeah. Very okay. yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Usually like empath that kind of like you have a hard time separating your energy from other people. No, I'm pretty good um, about it. I think I yeah. just like to make people feel really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the people pleasing. Yeah. 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 So that's, it's a good, and like, there's, there's a lot to learn in that. And it's, yeah, it's one of those things you have, the more you practice, the better you get at it. But I can have a coaching call with someone where they can like, tell me 
like the most traumatic things have happened to them. And I can just be like, oh, and like, I'm fully there for them. I'm fully there in the conversation. And I can just like go the next day and I'm like not bothered. I mean, let me all think about them. I'm like, oh, I'm really sad for that. But I I don't don't carry it around this heavy weight that I used to. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a big thing that we do in the one-to-one. And then usually a lot of that is like goal setting. Usually they're in the next phase of their business. So they're like opening a storefront or they're hiring. And there's a lot of anxiety around that and stress. Mm-hmm. I'm helping with that, just like those transitions. Um, so that's one-to-one. And then my confident acne specialist program, which is like my, my baby. I love the program. That is an eight week group coaching program. So new acne specialist, you could, you could do like browse forever and you just started doing acne. So you don't have to be a new esthetician, just new doing acne. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's eight weeks program. And so we, we do like goal setting in the beginning, right? You kind of do a lot of mindset teaching and then we do uh, consultations, marketing, client compliance, um, time management, business systems, did I say marketing, yeah. pricing. So those are the different weeks that we do. And so every week is an hour group call where you I teach and then you coaching and you also have access to those materials forever. And then you also have a, a group like community that you can chat with each other. And so that one's specifically for acne. Yeah. Focus. So like Something that's looking to get, I guess I, here's the thing. I feel like all of us went to SC school and it's like, they teach you the basics. And I think it's more about sterilization and disinfection than it is yeah. about a lot oh, of times, yeah. like, like the true <laughs> scope of things. Yeah. And like you'll learn those, like, I think face reality does a good job of like giving you the tools, but it's still overwhelming. And I think like for us, a lot of it was like, you learn as you go, mm-hmm. but yeah. if you were feeling intimidated or like younger or like, I just think it would be such yeah. a nice guide to have more like one-on-one support mm-hmm. to deal with those difficult, like more difficult acne clients and have yeah. like, somebody there helping you along. If you're like wanting them to feel confident, but you might not feel confident. And then you have you to like help them mm-hmm. feel confident. Yeah. Yeah. I don't teach how to treat acne, but I will troubleshoot anything that you're going through. So those you're like, I don't understand with this. Yeah. Yeah. That's that makes awesome. sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love I that. I also love how you talk about on your Instagram, um, how you didn't have a client that cleared, um, before you yeah. started like posting or like offering, you know what I'm your service yeah. based reality. And I love that because I think as estheticians, it's really easy for us to think that we have to know everything and have like, we're the end all be all for our clients and yeah. we have to prove that we know what we're doing based off of all of these results. And it's like, no, you just have to start and the results will follow. But I don't know if you want to speak to that a little bit. Yeah. That's the other theme that I see consistently. And that's not even new estheticians or new acne specialists. They could like have a $200,000 a year business and be telling me that exact same thing. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. That's not like a thing yeah. that goes away. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think people think it goes away. They think like if I've had a certain amount of people have results, then I will feel better. And that's just not true. Your brain still is going to create like, I always use this example of like, if like we were all actually in the same room together and all of a sudden your fire alarm in your kitchen started going off, we wouldn't just hear it and be like, like yeah. jump up and like scream, like run out of the house, like grabbing valuables. Right. We wouldn't just believe it just because the fire alarm was going. We'd be like, oh, and we'd look. Yeah. We'd be like, do we see smoke? Is there a fire? Like, what's happening? Is the battery dead? Like, what's happening? We would we would we would first like see if it's like something that we actually need to dress before we like freak out. Mm-hmm. But our brains are we have like brains that are amazing because they've de- like developed over these years to like survive, but our brains are really good at like creating problems that aren't there. And that problem that's not there is that like, we think we need to have results to be like successful before mm-hmm. we could be successful. Yep. And that just like, isn't true. And also your clients' results aren't your results. Like someone gets clear skin has nothing to do with you. Like you may have taught them, but they had to go home and wash their face. They had to go home and give up dairy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They're, like, putting you, the, they're putting in the work. We have the clients that yeah. like, you're like, no, thank you. And I'm like, no, it's not me. It's like you, because you are yeah. like, doing the routine you're spending the money you're showing up me you're spending the money on the products yep. you're like changing your diet like mm-hmm. you're yeah huge changes mm-hmm. that's all you yep yeah yep and it's like easy, it's easy to look at clients who aren't progressing and be like well wow this is my fault but in reality yeah. it's like well they're not doing the work themselves yeah yeah they cancel and their so, appointments or yes, they like right. inconsistent they're like and- you can tell that they've been eating badly because they're like well i was gone all weekend like yeah like, yeah yeah and it's like you have to look at the whole picture and not take it so personally you know yeah and and like that's the thing is is no like my client my assistant clients that work with me when they get results that's their results like i can't take ownership of that they put in the time 
or bad, right? Yeah. Like someone doesn't, doesn't clear their skin. It's not your fault. Like it's not your fault. If It's not your accomplishment if they do, it's really them, you know, and you can make it better at how you present things. And like, that's one of the things that I work on where people is like making things simpler and easier for them to understand. And like, of course those things like can help. Mm-hmm. And obviously you're educated help. about products and what does what. Yeah. But, but they don't really care. Oh, exactly. They want to see results. They want to see results. results. They'll start mm-hmm. like, then they'll listen to everything you say. Yep. Exactly. They don't care what products it is. Like they don't, no. I mean, once in a while they do, there's, a, yeah. there's the few clients that like, yeah. they're like, what is this? And but that's rare, you know, mm-hmm. they, they really just like, what do I have to do and how much is it going to cost? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just have to be confident saying those two things, but most people don't have the confidence to say those two things, which is one of the things we really work on. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. I think like what you're saying is like setting the expectations up front. Like mm-hmm. I can give you all the tools, but if you're not going to put in the time mm-hmm. to do it, then you're just throwing your money away or yeah. wasting my time too, because like you're not getting anything from this. Yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel it's, so much, I don't I don't know if you felt this way as an esthetician. I kind of feel this way sometimes with clients. Is people want you to do everything for them? Mm. Like they kind of almost expect like they're like like instead of like going to your online booking thing, they're like, "Hey, I saw you do this. Can I, like I book and like can I book a book? Yep, here's the link. Well, I want to spend like this. Thir- okay, well, there's the link. Yeah, like, right. it's like it's like. <laughs> how many times do I have to tell you? Right. Like, yeah. Like handholding. Yeah. yeah. Handholding, I think is the biggest mm-hmm. thing that we, I think we run into. I was listening to your recent episode, the client chasing one. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh. even as a person that's like <laughs> book solid, like, like love my clients. And then it's like, like, I'm like trying to reduce my evenings and it's just like still the same thing. Like you don't have any evenings. I'm like, yeah, oh, nope. if I don't, because I, my OGs have been seeing me for three years, took those evenings. They're not yeah. giving them away. Mm-hmm. Like that's all there is. And it's just like exhausting with those like clients that make you feel guilty mm-hmm. for yeah. not giving them your time. Right. When you're like, I'm working like 50 hours a week between like studio and back end and podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm working a lot. It's not like I'm just like yeah. a day a week, barely working. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that's where I think the holding space is really key yeah. in this, where it's like you can totally agree with them. Like, I know it sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry. With me. Yeah. Like, I wish, I wish you could. I yeah. wish I was still open at nights. I don't work nights anymore. Like, you know, my daughter, like, she loves pouches. And if you guys are familiar with pouches, like those like vegetable, fruit oh, vegetable pouches. Yeah. And like, she gets two in the morning and she's like, I want more pouches, mommy. And I'm like, you had your two. And she's like, I want two more. And I'm like, I know it sucks. Like I have so much empathy for her. Like she really yeah. wants those pouches. Like that sounds great to her. And we only have two. And yeah. like, I don't, it doesn't have to be like, she's being disrespectful to me and she's trying to take from me and she doesn't understand. And why does that like it, all that drama is so exhausting. It's just like, Oh, I know. I know you, you like, you would love to come in the evenings. I wish I was still working evenings. I don't, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I don't wish like, I was working. Evenings. That's it. Right? right. Like, it's just like, yeah. it doesn't have to be more than that. It doesn't have to be like this back and forth, back and forth where you're trying to accommodate them. And like, you're trying to like apologize about like, and you then can every generally do be like every time you do, which also hit a big trigger point was like, I was like, yeah rage like they fucking cancel yes. They do. Like, yes. They do. I was like the rage in my I was like driving and I was like <laughs> I was like listening to it and I'm like yeah this hits a chord and then when you said <laughs> then you accommodate them and then they cancel and I was like oh my god like mm-hmm. seeing red a little yep. bit because I was like yep. it's so true like you yeah. stay late or you decide to come in on mm-hmm. Saturday and then they cancel and yeah. you're like I didn't want to be in on Saturday and I came for them now I'm like having out here yeah right yeah. Or they show up and then they're like, you know, it's so well, they, show up you- and they change their service. Like from a, yeah. so a brow wax, they're like, I just want a brow wax today. You're like, Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It's just, it's, it's a huge mess. So again, like, I think, I think I was like with my clients, like work on reframing that because you're, you are making it about you and you're making their actions about you. It has nothing to do with you. Again, it's not like a disrespect thing. It's not, no. they don't like you. It's, they're just like living their life and like, ah, and like, bouncing around and like maybe if they continue bouncing around and then they're like she's this isn't working they'll go bounce somewhere else right like so if I'm just like really consistent and loving like oh I wish I could do that I don't do that like I I wish this could happen that doesn't happen I'm so sorry like then they can either decide they want to work with me or they don't and so one of the things I work with my especially my new my confident acting specialist is like allowing their choice and like celebrating their choice I 
the vibe. Which I talked about my podcast before. It's like mm-hmm. a lot of praise and stuff. And again, yeah. we talked about that in a podcast. It's not us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I think that's the hardest thing and is we can get so personal kitchen. and it's mm-hmm. not yes. us. It's not you. Yep. Yeah. It's and like, like this last, I, I was telling my actually calm down, especially this last round I had open. I'm opening again. Um, I know this podcast doesn't come out in real time, but I'm opening it again soon. But the last round, um, there was a person who was like trying to email me back and forth, like asking if she was a good fit. And I knew instantly she, she did, it wasn't a good fit for her, but wherever mm-hmm. she was in her business, like I could have tried to convince her to join. Maybe she would have, but I could just tell by her questions. It was, so I just said, it, it sounds like this isn't a good fit for you right now, but just so you know, I open every eight weeks. So in eight weeks, if you change your mind, I'm here and you can always come back. Like, but this sounds like this round's not for you. And she's like, thank you so much for telling like, Yes, I agree. And like, that was it. Like, I'm not going to go back and forth with her 20 times. I'm not going to oh. try to convince her why it's a good program for her and why the other thing she's looking at is, is work. Like, no, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not take it personally. She didn't sign up. I'm not like, oh, I, I'm horrible. No one wants to work with me. And like, I just lost that money. And I couldn't like, that is where you start to spin. Right. Mm-hmm. Versus like, maybe, you know, like actually a person last, uh, this time last year reached out to me for one-on-one said, no, thanks. Like she, after I talked to her, she's like, I'm sorry, I can't afford it. Like whatever. And in October, she reached out to me. She's like, I really want to work with you. And she signed up and she was a one-on-one client. It was amazing. But I was like, I allowed that choice. I was just like, no problem. Like, I'm here if you change your mind. Like, I totally respect it. I wasn't angry. I wasn't frustrated. Of course, I was just like a little bit disappointed. Like, you're allowed to be disappointed. But I allowed that choice. And the the door was open for her to come back. But she knew this is what it was. She couldn't come back and be like, actually, can I only pay this? Like, No, this is the the cost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel like you have a really... um, positive like mindset yeah like, it, it just, I mean it resonates just from talking to you it's mm-hmm. like this is our first time talking to you yeah. and yeah. like um really good like reminder like I feel like it's so easy to get in our own heads mm-hmm. so much being a sole proprietor I mean Emily and I it, like thankfully have each other which is rare yeah. a lot of times in like a solo esthetician situation so we do have each other to like vent if we're having a bad day like I had a bad mm-hmm. week last week and I was just like or just like a bad day I was like I yeah pop this out and yeah. like then I was fine. But, and so like just hearing like these reminders of like, it's not your fault. Boundaries. Boundaries. (laughs) Like I am a big believer when things don't like when people don't book with me or whatever, I'm like, it wasn't meant to be, they weren't my ideal client. Like I probably missed, like, it was a good thing that they didn't book with me. Yes. Right. Or like the, I'm dealing with the opposite where I had a client who canceled on me the day of, and I explained my, my, our policy to her about 24 hours like if you cancel within that window, you get charged. She gave me a lot of attitude and I went back on what I always say. We, always yeah, say. Emily's really strict. I'm really cancel. strict with my cancellation policies for, for a reason. She got under my skin and I was like, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Like I'll let, I'll wave it this time. And I was going to go in and like, maybe, um, like block her from booking. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't get to that in time. And so she rebooked. And so now I'm going to have to have her as a client and she's a bridal co- bridal client and so it's like um she's gonna be with me for the next like whatever six months yeah. and I'm like how do I I know that that's not my ideal client yeah you know I don't like how she spoke to me I don't like that she pushed my boundaries but now yeah. it's like what do you do in those situations you know what yeah. did she say why she had to cancel what was well, the reason she um was in another state she had a weather delay but this okay. was two hours before her her appointment. So she called me at eight 30 in the morning. She had a 10 30 appointment. She was in like a totally different coast. So I'm guessing she was supposed to fly back the day before. Yeah. So she would have known the night before. Yes. Yeah. Then would have been a, a fine. I would have probably like worked with her, but the morning of two hours before your appointment. Yeah. Either yeah. way you wouldn't have been, you know, and she said weather was the cause. And I'm like, well, yeah. either way you wouldn't have made it on time anyways, if you're just leaving now, you yeah. know? So I was just like, oh, I mean, I, th- I've, I've waived my policy when people have been really aggressive because I'm not it's like, it's not worth the money, but then I also don't take them back as a client. And that's what I was trying not to do yeah. was- the money or the anger, or also I'm just like, I feel like it's easier to be nice and just like let things go because I feel like it just bounces off. And like, when you, I don't know, like sometimes when you're just like, so like aggressive with policies, mm-hmm. like people get so like aggressive back. Yeah. Like, yeah. For mm-hmm. me, it's just easier to be like, you know what? Screw it. I'll see. It. Like, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. I'm just like, and, and normally I'm really strict, strict, but yeah. I'm like, so now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to, how do I navigate that one? Ugh. I mean, I think like if, 
like, are you asking what I would do? Yeah. I think I would just, you know, do her next appointment and, um, just be like, be clear with yourself that like, no more, yeah. you know, like that, that was it. And if it happens again, like my favorite, my favorite phrase, like with boundaries, cause it's true. It's not like, I'm not, again, I'm not making anything up, but like, it's just not sustainable for my yeah. business. Yeah. Like, there we go. Love I, it. I, I, I like, I, I have a business and it's just not sustainable. Like, and, and there, there's really nothing anyone can ever say to that. They're not like, well, it, I guess it is because it doesn't like no, and even if they do, it's like, that's just, it's not sustainable. You can't, no one can run a business that way. And like, I don't need to justify it beyond that either. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I would just like, I've had that before where I, 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 you know, people have had like sob stories, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh. And then you like wave it and then like they do it again. I'm like, God damn it. You yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so it's just like one of those things, you know, and if it happens again, then you just, that's it. And if it doesn't happen again, then you just take the money and you hold space for her when she's there and you just like, like and then sometimes these stories turn out really well where she ends up being like your favorite yeah like I feel like sometimes you're like wow this person like became one of my favorite people but like you never freaking know no exactly was it a new client you never met before yeah and that's even harder and then like yeah the the newbies you know you're like I I don't know you I don't trust you like I don't know you're gonna actually come in like we don't have a relationship like yeah I've waived it for people who never ever 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 canceled and like were on the way and they had a flat tire like I'm not gonna trust you right 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 there's exceptions always but I'm just like I it felt she obviously wants to come see you that she rebooked (laughs) so quickly though well so Emily But I think also like you did set the tone for her. Like this is yeah. what we do here. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you did accommodate her. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So hard. Thanks. Good talk, everyone. Everybody- <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't want to keep you much longer, Brittany, because I kind of like to keep this to, like around 45 minutes for okay. time. So I would love for you to kind of like, let us know where people can find you. You yeah. did mention that you have another um, upcoming acne program coming up. So like if you want to just yeah. try those deets, like, yeah, sure. Yeah. So what is the podcast going live do you know well we can post it whenever okay. it's like your next thing so we can discuss that after. <laughs> okay well but. my so my next round of common acne specialist opened friday okay and so it registered like friday? You, can, you can this oh, friday yeah, yeah the perfect. 10th it, it opens perfect. um and then it closes on wednesday the i don't even know what day that is we start next thursday like we just go back to back now now that i've like done it so much i don't like have a huge weight so in it between. runs every eight weeks right it runs every eight weeks yeah and then I have a week off and then we do it again so the next one then will be so this one's starting off March 10th so yeah let me that. let me pull it up for you I was like uh wouldn't it be great okay. if I was like exactly <laughs> top of my head we start we start together on the 16th and then we end let's see what day now I think we end in May Okay, we end on the 11th of May. So then we start again on the 25th of May. Okay. Okay. So depending when this airs, you guys, if yeah. you miss out on this one coming up, you can get on the May one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's eight week program, um, four fifty seven if you pay up front, or it's three payments of one seventy, I believe. So totally reasonable. Very, very reasonable. Very, very reasonable. Very yeah. reasonable. Wow. And it's, okay. you have lifetime access. It's the people that started with me last year in this program. I've added so much. I've added like changed so many of the modules and so many of the programs, and they have all that new stuff. Wow. Love that. Okay. So you have the you have lifetime access to all the updates, and then um. My one-to-one private coaching, that's kind of whenever, you know, people sign that if, if it's a good fit, I'm, I am selective. I don't just take anyone because I want to make sure that I can help you. Um, and that's a 12 week commitment and it's $2,000 or we can do different kinds of payment plans for that. Mm-hmm. And then I have a marketing program, which again, depending on when this airs, I, I don't know if it'll be live yet, but I'm hoping for it to go live at the end of um, March, early April. And that's going to be it's kind of like the marketing that I teach in confident acne specialist, but broken down into really easy, actionable weeks. And that's going to be a seven week program. Oh, I love that. Um, that's for yeah. anybody that's anybody. Right. Okay. Yeah. Who like really wants their hand to be held through it. And like the accountability I'm giving you like homework every week, like I'm, and I'm going to be following you and like watching to see what you're, if you're doing it and like giving you awesome. feedback. <laughs> I'm not sure on the pricing of that yet. So, but that that's coming up soon. Perfect. Yeah. And then and where you can, can find me at esthetician.coach on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 
My podcast is Estheticians Earning More. It's on all the platforms. If you guys aren't listening to it, please do because it's the real deal. You really, oh. I was telling Mel, I was like, she just says it how it is, but in like the <laughs> nicest way. Oh my God. You're I'm so like, sweet. you're so sweet, but she doesn't take any VS. I and don't. I, <laughs> and I feel like they're like short, they're like short, like where it's like you don't get overwhelmed by the topic. Yeah. Like you can take it in for that day. Like that was the focus. So I also yeah. really appreciate that because mm-hmm. I like to listen to podcasts on my way to work, which is like a 20 minute ride. And so I love like, yeah. okay, I got my info that yep. was my like motivation today or takeaway so yeah that's yeah. how I teach is I try to teach very short actionable like you can take this and go you're not just like oh my gosh that's so much information like I don't know how to deal with all that yeah, and like exactly yeah and yeah the podcast is so fun it's great it's like my favorite I love the podcast um yeah yeah I but I it's one of those things is a skill that you develop where like again like going back to the holding space like you can be so kind and love people and tell them no like both, like the, and both is one of my business values. Like you can say no and like have empathy for them that it sucks that they don't want that. Like yeah. both can be true. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, mm-hmm. I do feel bad when people can't get in, but I also yeah. I just learned that if I, add, if I add people in, I get resentful and then I like yeah. to be there and that's not also a good place to be. No. So, um, it, like they, they want to buy, they don't want to buy products, but they want to be in your acne program. So like, sorry. Oh, it sucks. I get it. I get it. Like I had acne. I hated buying acne products. I always felt like someone was just trying to sell me garbage. I get that. I get the fear. So you can just think about it. And when you want to come back, I'm still here, like allowing that choice. But like, that's a hard no. Like, I'm not going to say you have to buy it or you can't, you know, I'm not going to be like super firm, but, and I'm also not going to like, we're not, we're not still going to work together. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. Next. Um, anything else before we conclude? Don't don't right away. Once we hit the off the recording, we'll talk to you for a couple minutes. Okay. No, no, this was so fun. I'm so like, I so was so touched that you guys reached out to me and I was so excited to talk to you and like learn more about what you guys do. And I'm just so excited to have you as like friends in the community. It's awesome. Where our goal this year is to kind of reach out to more, um, people that inspire us, um, and I think help make the esthetician community better, stronger, stronger, healthier, unified. I think with so many more people going independent, um, we need all the help we can get all the support. Like it's yeah, there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I love that. Cause that is not, I think that's a big thing that this problem in the community, 100%. There's like a lot of like mean girl and then people try to like cover it with like community. And then it's just this big mess. So I just like stay out of it. We do too. Yeah, we it's- do. Too. We're here to like educate people. Yeah. Like motivate and inspire. Just stay in our lane. Just stay in yeah. our lane. Don't like some of the clients are like, did you hear? I'm like, no. Like, you don't know? I'm like, no, I don't care. I literally see it and I'm like, boop, I don't care. I don't want to see it. It's not my business. Like, I don't. Nothing. Does it help my clients? Then I don't want to know about it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm pretty like pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> I, get, I get, I get my tea from some of my really fun clients and so totally vicariously yes. through them. Exactly. And that's what I appreciate that. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> ups and downs. Yes. But, um, Both. Thank you, Brittany. Cheers. Cheers. Um, Cheers. Cheers. Being on today. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Hey, it's Mel here. Did you like today's episode? I hope you did. And if you did, if you could take the time to leave us a review via our podcast, that would be amazing. There is a section below um, after you've listened to the show that you can rank our show and you can also write us a message of what you thought of the show. That would be great because the more reviews we get, it allows other people to find us more easily on this platform. And we want to keep creating content for you. And in order to do so, we need the love and support. So if you can take the time today to leave us a review, we would appreciate it. And we hope to hear from you.